Does your financial advisor take the time to really listen to you? Is your financial strategy personalized for you and your family? Will your financial advisor be there as your life and financial situation changes? When you work with Edward Jones, they focus on what's important to you. You'll work together and use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And they'll partner with you to help your strategy stay on track. Visit edwardjones.com or stop by the office of Todd Nash in Coralville, Jeff Rudolph, or Scott McGill in Iowa City, or Travis Whitmore in North Liberty. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing, member SIPC. Hi, here's Tom Suter along with hawkfanatic.com uh, owner, operator, uh, writer, uh, uh, Twitter uh, Twitter punching bag. Uh, here is Pat Harding. <laughs> Good morning, Pat. Good morning, and sadly I am all of those things. I throw some punches back, but then I'm unprofessional, and I, I can't win. No. Nor can anyone else on there. No, that's a then you just cesspool. That's you, that is why they put the block and the mute options in there, and then those people can yep. unfollow. You, you, don't, you don't have to. But I, you know, we know a lot of people enjoy the stalking and the harassing. That's, they do. That's part of what they do. And like to, like to spar. And, uh, yeah, I'm not, it's not my, not my thing. But, I mean, Facebook's the same way. Message boards are the same way. It is what it is. Facebook isn't quite as horrible. Yeah, I'm not on Facebook. Horrible. Other yeah, because you you, most people use the real But names. you don't have to, though, do you? So, uh, no, but if then if they use fake names, they're reported. And, uh, yeah, you, you, for the most part, 90, 95% yeah. of them are their real names. So there's at least a modicum of accountability. Yeah. Modicum. I mean, yeah, I mean Twitter. It's there's so much alias stuff going on. It's, it's but yep. whatever. Why and then we, there's an app where you can find out where they live. Why are we even? <laughs> why are we even? On? <laughs> Let's change the subject. I like that earlier. Uh, the guy you guys had yeah. on the yeah Brian Brian Finley. Brian Finley. Yeah, I appreciate Brian on. Appreciate Rob Howe helping to arrange that. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, I mean I'm following Thanks, that Rob. now, and I got a chance to get a. I might be able to get a shot this month. Who knows? That's, we'll yeah, that's Rob, hopeful. Rob got one yesterday, and he's younger than I am. Now he does have a, asthma. I don't have asthma. So that's why he qualified? That, and I, I, I qualify because I got high blood pressure. Um, so we'll see what happens. Well, best of luck. But I'm going to definitely follow it, and I'm following it now. I'm sure. one of the, he's got nearly 10,000 followers now. That's, that's pretty yeah, impressive. Yeah, it's pretty neat. That's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, he's a very intelligent guy, and he figured out a way to use his intelligence for a really good thing, and what's ama- and he did it all for free. And now he's going into other states. But why is he the one? You would have thought that somebody with the health or, or somebody would have thought of this. that. Somebody you, who's being paid. Yeah, you thought you would thought, but well, I'm just yeah. glad it's being done. And uh, what is the address again on Twitter? It's uh, I A vaccine alerts. alerts. The I and the A are capitalized, and the V is capitalized. Vaccine yeah. alerts. Yep. Plural. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I'm checking. I'm after I saw Rob's tweet yesterday. I checked, and there, there was one where there was an appointment, and then it quickly went away. 
Yeah, it's a frustrating process. It really a, a very poor process, but it is what it is. Yeah, and he's helping out immensely, and that's I appreciate it. I'm glad you guys had him on because I now the listeners know that. No, that's great, and we had people uh, telling us about it. Um, oh yeah, he's already done interviews in Des Moines. Yeah. He did KCRG had him on last night. The word is spreading. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. My friend uh, Katie Taylor Neely uh, called uh, uh, the T-shirt guys and suggested a uh, a design: vaccinated AF. <laughs> And I like it. If it sells? And, well, part of the proceeds go to the uh, Iowa football Well, that's uh, what I'm saying, but it has to sell for the proceeds to go there. I mean, if it if it sells, it'll be a success, obviously. Yeah. Are they going to definitely do it? Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're available. So, no, I think it's, you know, these are the kind of positive things we need. Yeah. It's, it's very cool. And speaking of positive things that we need, Hawkeye game last night was just fantastic. Gabby Marshall was uh, en fuego, as they say. No, it was an impressive win. It was. It was. I thought their defense was good, and Rutgers did not look good, but maybe Iowa deserves a lot of credit. No, for they didn't. I'm not sure what. Uh, yeah, but they, they couldn't knock down their shots. Now, can anyone beat Maryland? Maryland. I'll tell you what, didn't Northwest, or was it Northwestern or Indiana? One of those teams lost yesterday. Yeah, Indiana got beat. Okay, Northwestern won again, right? Uh huh. So, I mean, Northwestern's been a – they've been tough for Iowa. They swept them during the regular season. They're not a good matchup. Who does Iowa play now? Uh, Michigan State, number seven. I, I like that matchup I better than too. any other matchup they could have had. A- absolutely. And then if we are fortunate enough to beat uh, MSU, then we play the winner of Maryland and Northwestern. I don't like their chances there, especially no. if it's Maryland. But just nope. getting to the championship would be an accomplishment. But it sure would. But this is, should – could be a real fun day today. The women play MSU at 3.30, or what is it? Uh, the Michigan State Rocket Mortgage Spartans? MSU something, yeah, what a joke. <laughs> Isn't that just outrageous? And Like I tweeted, gee, I bet the players get a big chunk of that money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, and as far as the men, I got a bad feeling tonight. Oh, I do too. I just <laughs> have a bad, and I, I hope too. I'm wrong, but I, I got a bad feeling for a number of reasons just because it's going to be tough to sweep this Wisconsin team three times, and I, and they are they're determined. I I they were saying yesterday that they use that um, situation at Iowa, I guess, as a galvanizing thing because they think if whatever, I mean, whatever it takes to motivate you. I just have a bad I I just have a bad feeling tonight. Well, I kind of do too, but uh, hopefully they they prove us wrong and go out and smoke them. Part of my problem is these group of players, as good as they've been, they haven't won many postseason games. No, that's true. They've won one NCAA tournament game. They haven't done – well, they didn't get last year's chance. I get that. But they went into last year's NCAA tournament – or Big Ten tournament having lost three of their last four games. So, yeah. we'll see. I, like I said, I hope anything I'm wong because the last thing I want to do is sit up and watch a game from 8 and be right at 10, 30, 11 o'clock over a loss. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I just – the way Davidson played last night, it'll, it'll come down to whether – if Wisconsin's making three-pointers, Iowa's going to be in trouble. Now, you can say that about every game, but it's just – my big thing is it's just hard to beat a team three times. Now, it may be one of these cases where Iowa comes out and just beats them, and they're just better, and it doesn't matter how many times they play this year. They're just better. Yeah. And we'll see. Well, and if, if that's the case, it isn't hard to beat somebody three times. If you're a, a clearly better team, then they win. But I'm still not convinced because, you know, Wisconsin almost beat them at home oh, less than a week Oh, they sure ago. did. So we'll see. And like I said, I it would, but they lose tonight. 
and I've a broken record, I know, but if they lose tonight and they get to the Sweet 16, nobody will care. I, It'll be forgotten. I concur. It'll definitely be forgotten. So there's a, there is pressure, but there's not a ton of pressure. So do you think uh, we're pretty much um, locked in uh, on the two-seed line in the NCAAs, or do you think we can still go I th- up you or know, down? I'm 80% thinking they're locked in on a two-seed. I mean, a, lo- a loss to Wisconsin wouldn't look great, but it still wouldn't be like a loss to a to Penn State with a losing record. I mean, it yeah. would, so I, I can't see them dropping, but who knows? I mean, what was the thing? Ohio State was still a two-seed by some and a fifth-seed in the Big Ten tournament. Yeah, I know. Hello? Hello. Now, do you think the, the women have a real good chance against Michigan State? Now, they lost to them earlier this year. Yeah, we lost to them back in December by four. But didn't they beat them again? I don't think – I think we only played them once. Oh, just once? I think they only played them once. Was yeah. it up there? Yes. I would still much rather be playing Michigan State than the other two teams. You bet. Without question, because they – the other two teams I, beat them pretty easily. I wish it was on something besides FS2. I can't get that. Oh, that is too bad. Why can't you get well, that? Well, what system do you have? I have Mediacom. It's on it's five, a, 752 or 7. It's, one, it's, on, yeah. it's in the 700s. I watched you it last night. You should be night. able to get it if you it's, get FS. I've run all up and down the whole do you get the TV extended? I just can't seem to find it anywhere. Do you get the extended package? No. Oh, that's probably, I mean, mm. that's maybe why. But, yeah, it's in the 700s for me. And then the CBS Sports 2 is 762, and Fox Sports 2, I think, is like 752. Yeah, because I've gone over all my channels, and I can't find so I just have to listen to the radio. But yeah, if you don't have you know, expanded, think- you probably don't have those channels. I don't know for sure. You could always call Mediacom yeah. and ask. I would think that you have, if you have FS1, you have... FS2. Have you gone down to the, uh, you know, like the 100s? Well, <clears throat> I, I, I tried 100s on my TV, but it just says sub-channel not available. Mm. Well, I mean, you've got to go through your guide. Are no, you, I don't know. I've I just been sitting there listening to it on the radio. And do you think you have school. a good chance of beating them today? Oh, probably. Like I said, better than Maryland or Northwestern. Yeah. I what forgot. about the men? Oh, I, I would. The men are favored by five. Yeah, it's going to be a dogfight. I just, dog ha- fight, I just have a bad feeling. But I've had lots of bad feelings before that turn out to be wrong. Some turn out to be true. This is just how I feel. I was pulling for Penn State to win last night because I just would have liked that. And that would have been Penn State's third game in three days. This is Wisconsin. Yeah. This well, they is, almost got it done. They too. almost got it done. Yeah, Wisconsin. Yeah, they almost did. Wisconsin went to deep freeze. And then Penn State did make some shots at the end that they weren't making earlier, but Wisconsin still found a way to hang on. So. Yeah, but was it Wisconsin 18 points ahead? Yeah. Yep. Yep. They trimmed it to down 17 points, down to. Channel 179. Channel well, 179. tired tonight. Yeah. We can take care of them. Yeah. Channel 179, says Jim. Yeah. 179. Okay, I'll try and see if I can find So, what is that, Jim? Why is mine 752? Well, yours uh, is the uh, high def. Oh. She might not have the high def. Yeah, see, I don't think I get. I don't think I have anything in the hundreds. Well, I don't know. Well, at least to... check it out. Yeah, if, check it out. If you have 179. Uh, you have things in but the 100s because the 100s are basic. So, you have channels well, in the 100s. Okay, well, I'll have to look and see. Then. Yeah, yeah, check it out and let us know. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. We'll see you. Yeah. yeah. Bye. 
Yeah, those are basic channels. You have the 100s. So. Yeah. So it should be fun. So 3.30, the women tip off on FS2, then order a pizza, and then the Hawks men are on yeah. 8 o'clock-ish. Probably yeah. 8. Last night started, what, 8.15, 8.20? Was something it? Like, something like that. Yeah. Somewhere between 8 and 8.15, approximately 8 o'clock. So a lot will depend on how quickly the first game goes. So Yeah. I and wish, that's the Big Ten Network? Yes. I wish, And then I wish they were the first game, but I do too. can't have everything. And then I um I did a story. I talked to Bobby Hansen yesterday. They're going to be doing the games from the Kinnick Stadium press box. They're not radio's not going over. Oh. And then I've been told that some of the seats are up in the press box at Lucas Oil, and you will barely be able to see the bodies on the court. You're so far away. I, my guess is those people who aren't sitting courtside. And I think it's going to be that way for the NCAA tournament, too, that they'll just be sitting in the press box there watching the game on television because they won't be able to see it from the court. Mm -hmm. Now, the one sitting courtside will be able to see it. And I was also told the NCAA is only letting five, five news outlets from each team in. So I don't, I wouldn't even, um, Hawk Fanatic wouldn't even have gotten that. And I mm -hmm. understand that because, um, you know, you've got to have the Register, the Quad City Times, the Gazette, papers that have been around for, I get that. Sure. And those papers that spend the resources to travel them, they should have first dibs. But, yeah, only only five, from what I've been told, only five media outlets for each school for the NCAA tournament. So it's going to be different. There's going to be a lot of, well, what was really strange, that Wisconsin game last Sunday, there wasn't one Wisconsin reporter there. They all did what I do with COVID and uh -huh. no in-person. They just watched it from home and did the Zooms from home. So it was just strange, though, because that's not a long drive. I thought maybe the Milwaukee Journal or somebody would be there, but they weren't. It is not much of a drive anymore. It used to be a little more challenging, but, boy, it's a straight shot now and uh, not much over, what, three? is it three hours No, it's not. I can, a it, half? It, can be, it can be under, oh, God, no, it's nothing like that. I can do it on, under three, between 245 and three now with the four-lane highway right. pretty much the whole way. That's awesome. So, yeah, tonight's game, I mean, if Nate Reavers is making threes and Davison's making threes and Trice, I was going to be in trouble. And don't know, haven't heard anything on anything definite on Wieskamp. I know he, he was doing some running yesterday. He did not practice the day we did the thing with Fran, and he hadn't practiced. So we'll see. I mean, my guess is they'll say it's a game-time decision, and – Maybe they'll give it a shot. If he was doing some running yesterday, that's encouraging, but that's not the same as cutting and no, jumping. Running is phase one and getting back, so we'll just have to see. Now, if he doesn't play, and it's going to be really tough. Yep. But it'll be a good test for this team. It'll be if they can win this game without Wieskamp, then you look back at this, wow, the impressive three victories over Wisconsin, and next thing you know, they're in the semifinals of the Big Ten tournament. And, and a lot riding on this game in some ways, but like I keep saying, it's still not the final judgment of this team. It won't be. Just that'll start next week. What Fox, you got? Steve? FS2, uh, this from uh, K. Uh, FS2 is channel 765. 765 on yeah. Mediacom? Mediacom. Yeah, for me, I thought it was 762. It could be. Uh, yeah, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm, let's, yeah, it's I'm tired of the channel. either find it or I'm tired of the television narrative. Let's, <laughs> God, what did you guys eat for dinner last night? <laughs> I had uh, a delicious beef burgundy over over rice with uh, green beans. No, oh, that does sound good. Oh, it was. Not a huge beef burgundy fan, but I, the beef. Yeah. I, I could have eaten that. 
I couldn't, I couldn't eat either of that today. I got to eat fish. I'll probably try and touch down wings again. They're fish because I can't eat meat today, obviously, since it's Friday. Lent. I do try to acknowledge some things. Yeah, that's good. You're a little better Catholic than Steve is a Jew. Oh, yeah. That's You're, about all I do. I don't go to church. Well, I don't go to church right now mostly for COVID. I, I'm just... Well, I wouldn't either. No, I just am not... I don't need to have my communion handed to me. And, they, you know, they. I don't know if they're still... God, I haven't attended... Shaking a, hands. Well, I was going to Mass some... Not, you know, maybe once or twice a month before COVID hit, but no, I haven't gone since. I haven't attended a church service not attached to a funeral since i was okay. maybe eight <laughs> are you do you even have a real I, I was raised presbyterian presbyterian yeah okay. but obviously i'm what not do a, they do they believe in god and okay Jesus. well there you go well it's christian you got one guy on me but other than that <laughs> i was raised catholic my parents were devout Catholics. They didn't force it down. I mean, they did make me go to catechism on Wednesdays, and I freaking hated it. All the way through eighth grade. And I remember my eighth grade catechism was held. The mother, the mother who ran it, her son was the biggest stoner at our junior high in eighth grade. And it was just, he never participated in this stuff. And I always see him in the background coming and going. And this was in eighth grade. I didn't even really know what weed or any of that stuff was. He just hung with this rough group. It was pretty funny. Hello. I uh, yeah, yeah, I was just calling. I got in after you guys already found the channel on that uh, FS2. Uh-huh. Yeah. 170, okay. And, uh, you can definitely you can definitely tell the difference. High depth and the oh yeah and the regular. I mean, oh yeah. Yeah. Big difference. So but those are the two channels. And uh, I was a little late. You guys had said it right when I called. Thanks, Harry. So, <laughs> help out, go hawks and yeah. let's see what happens tomorrow. Go, go double hawks. There you go. <laughs> Got the women and the men. Two and, uh, I got my prediction is that Caitlin's going to make about seven three pointers today. All right. So we'll see what happens. I hope you're Have right. Have a good day. All right. And that's how many Gabby made last night. God, she was just unbelievable. Yes. Yeah, and we needed her. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I, I didn't think they were going to win that game because I didn't think they were going to be able to handle Rutgers' pressure. But man, when you're making threes like that, and she got a lot of them in transition because Rutgers double teams and traps and what have you and mm-hmm. had she you know there's nights where she doesn't make those and they probably lose the records by 10 or 15 points yeah. hello what is ff2 on tv jesus <laughs> I, I, look at your guy i i, I don't have direct tv <laughs> I, 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 I have direct tv there's <laughs> uh, a guide there I'm, yeah yeah. Know, yeah you do search you can do fs2 on search and it'll come up. <laughs> do any of you guys? You have direct. Do you know it? Just to tell no, so? no, because no. Okay, sorry, know. man. We don't have the answer. Yeah, I just look for the logos. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I look yeah. for the gate. I do. They search. all have a guide. Yeah. They all have a guide. They do. Just go up and down the guide. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to think that I can't get a Pink look. Floyd. I can't get a Pink Floyd song on this thing. But then we got to talk about news channel. Look, look for the Television magnifying channel. glass and type in. Big Ten basketball <laughs> tournament. Yeah, the, uh, no. that's all you got to do. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hi. Let me really complicate the issue. I have YouTube TV, and they don't have any channel numbers. They just have everything you need. <laughs> yeah, I, I had YouTube TV for a while. I tried it, and it was actually it was pretty good. But yeah, you get every channel you're talking about and more, and uh, it's a lot less media com. Yeah. 
They're really? all in I, high I, def. I was, so what's the hang-up with YouTube? There's got to be something wrong with it. What well, it, it's Internet. It's Internet. If you lose your Internet, you lose your TV and your Internet. Well, cable went out all the cable went out a lot, too. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, the reason I still have Mediacom and not like a YouTube is because if I drop the cable, then my internet doubles, and then I get YouTube, and I don't save a damn dime. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I did. Uh, our internet's 50, 50 a month, 100 speed, hot, and uh, 75 for the TV. I, I saved $80 a month. I got rid of the Mediacom phone and the cable. Okay, yeah. So with, with so with taxes, what's your bill about two hundred a month? No, it's seventy five plus fifty. Yeah, one hundred twenty five. So there's no tax. Yes. That includes taxes. I was two hundred and ten. I was at two hundred and ten. So that includes taxes because I pay forty bucks a month yeah. in taxes. You might want to check yeah, out YouTube no, TV. I, it's a nah, no, I, no. I was just uh, I might I um, but my internet goes. Well, out you can a lot. try it. For, you can try it for free for. Two my internet years. goes you out a lot. My internet goes out a lot. If yeah. I'm still going to have Mediacom as my internet, and if I have YouTube, then every time my internet goes out, I lose my TV. Too. Whereas yes, now, when my internet goes out, I rarely lose my TV. But I'm also paying two fifty one a month. Well, we got another choice coming. I'm on in town. It's coming. Some people have it already. Well, yeah. I'm getting close to dropping my landline, but I don't know how much that they. I they say it will drop my bill forty bucks. I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Well, yeah, they they tried to talk to all this bundle. I said, no, just give me the internet. Well, that's what I do. I bundle right yeah. now because, God, mine would be... Who do you even... have the internet with? Mediacom. I have CenturyLink. I've got the... I have to because of our uh, internet station. I've got the... I've got the best. But I think it's... It is right now because I got the TV. It's like forty-eight dollars a month. But if I drop it, it goes to ninety-four. Yeah, for some reason they didn't tell. Yeah. I asked them if I get my television or my landline taken out, and they said, "Yeah, they take fifty bucks off my bill." Why? I yeah, don't know why. Yours, that's them, weird. Just give me a, just give me a price. And she said forty-nine ninety-nine. That was eight months ago. It's been the same. It hasn't yeah. gone up a bit. Awesome. Yeah. So, Anyway, all right. Thanks. Uh, I think I think the guy for the Badgers uh, heard us last week. Potter. He he. Yeah, I don't he know did. If he's in the doghouse. He doesn't start sometimes, but he kills us. We got to stop him. Well, he played well yesterday. They they rotate who starts between him and Reavers, and Potter was better than Reavers yesterday, at least at stages. But yeah, no, they and they got to watch Reavers. They got to watch John Davis. I mean, you know, this is still Wisconsin, and they've only won three fewer games than Iowa has this year. So, like I said, it's going to be a challenge. We could easily lose. Yeah. Th- thanks yeah, for the okay, call. Yeah. Okay. Now, I had the strangest thing happen with Roku last night. We were watching some stuff. Uh, the audio worked, but the there was no video. There was no... It's a carrier. It's a, like everybody else. I mean, it can have... Say, have you had that happen before? No, not at all. <laughs> it's always worse. Perfect. <laughs> but it can happen. And please, quit sending me TV listings. I don't care. I know where it is. It's where there's an FS2 on the left-hand side of the screen. I know where it is. Hello? I've got a rooftop antenna. Which way do I aim? (laughs) A rooftop antenna. I'm old enough to remember them. Actually... Now, people, some people on their TV packages do still use antenna. Yeah. 
Well, some of them, you need them, don't you? I mean... Yeah, I mean, you can... I, there's a lot of stuff out there now, and you can put up a rooftop antenna. If you put up a good one, you can get the same thing out of three locations. <laughs> you know. Do you still have to do the rabbit ears and the aluminum foil? Let's go back to what you guys had for dinner last night. <laughs> Hello. Hi, Adam. Hey, happy Friday, guys. <laughs> hey, Adam. Oh, hey, Adam. Thank God. What channel is CNBC on, Adam? <laughs> I don't know. My, I don't have channels because it's uh, YouTube okay. television. Uh, so, but you can get you can get the, all these games you can get, right, because it's YouTube, as oh, long yeah. as your Internet's working. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So you would recommend YouTube, because I know a couple people that have YouTube TV. The only problem, though, is I don't, I'm, not, I'm not able to get the Cub stuff, so I think there's a way I can get it through reddit is what somebody told me but they're fighting so is that additional you'd have to pay though no i don't think you can pay. i think you get what what you get so i'm gonna look around if i gotta go somewhere else um once again i mean we that's pretty much what we watch in the summer's cub game so we gotta figure out what we're gonna do well they are having a fight youtube and and uh the distributor for the cubs uh they're having a fight uh, but you, there's other there's other networks you can get that you know in addition to YouTube that yeah. won't cost that much. But they they've been fighting for the last three or four months now. Okay, Adam, are you a Jim Hunter Cub fan or a Pat Hardy Cub fan? Meaning overly optimistic or rarely optimistic? I'm I'm not confident about this season. How about you? I'm not either. Well, we've dismantled that team and uh... for money. Because of money. Yeah, for money. And, and there again, I, I don't. I do think we needed a little bit of an overhaul. But oh, I, mean, I agree. We're not left with a lot of pitching, and I mean, if we're going to make a serious run, I don't think it looks like it on paper right now that we can do that no. unless we make some big changes here, you know, spring and early summer. I agree that we needed an overhaul, but this looks like more of a salary dump. I mean, now they they keep building up Jock. What's his name? Jock Anderson, who. The center fielder used to play for the Dodgers. Now yep. he's their yep. big hope. And I mean, I just I, like I said, I hope I'm wrong. I I will be happy if they can finish 500 this year. I'm that's kind of my goal. So I just don't trust their starting pitching or pretty much any other pitcher. Hendricks is good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's but he's going to have to be really good. He's going to have to have a strong outing almost every time out to give them any consistency because I don't trust any of the other starting pitchers right now. But but. Speaking of the gloom and doom, talk me out of being in a having a bad feeling about tonight's game. I, you know, I, I know it's always hard to beat a team three times. Um, you know, we, we even said that when we played, right? And we mm-hmm. played, you know, Illinois my sophomore year, and some of those teams are like, man, we want one more shot at them, one more crack, because you know it, it is tough to beat some of these teams three times. However, I will say, and we talked about this, I mentioned this earlier. I think we match up really well mm-hmm. with with Wisconsin. <clears throat> Even without having Joe last game, I thought you know we, we did some, we did what it took to win the game. But I'd rather play these guys than maybe an Illinois tonight or oh, you know um, a Michigan. So, but I still think what they showed last night, they you know they had some inconsistencies. Barely won that game. Uh, you know we come out, we shoot the ball well, we you know kind of lay a foundation of how we want a, that game to go. I'm confident that we can win. I just my question is going to be how serious are we about playing Joe major minutes, well, if at all? The talk now is he's running, but like you know, Adam, running is nothing like playing basketball. I mean, and these guys hold things a little bit more to their chest, right? They're gonna they're not gonna say, "Hey, he's feeling great. He's at ninety percent or eighty five percent." And and I get that you want to keep the other team, you know, kind of second guessing stuff, but. 
is it worth it if if we know that we can get him a few more days rest and get that thing a little bit stronger heading into a, a tournament run? That's the only thing I'm I'm a little apprehensive about. If we have a healthy Joe, I'm confident about yeah. tonight. If we don't, um, I think like what you said, it, it could be something to worry about. And when you say worth it, I mean they could lose tonight, and I know I'm repeating myself again, lose tonight. But if they get to the Sweet 16 and Joe's healthy, it won't matter. It'll be forgotten. It, it just will not matter. So that's kind of the the decision Fran has to make. And my guess is Fran will do what's best for Joe. He'll take the advice of the medical people, and if Joe's ready to go. Yep. He'll play. So, I mean, Adam, you know, a lot of it's if, if I've, Trice is so inconsistent. There's times where I watch him, he can't miss a three. There's times where I watch him, he has trouble sometimes hitting the rim. And yeah. how important do you think three point shooting is going to be in tonight's game? Or can you just say that about any game in college basketball now that Iowa plays? Well, I think any game, but from what I've seen, and I was talking to a, a friend this morning earlier, just big basketball fan. Some of these teams have not been shooting well no. in, in kind of that big open arena the way it is. There's not a lot of – I mean, the backdrops are a little different. So it'll be interesting how we fare out there. I know, you know, Wisconsin shot, what, 12 to 23 from three yesterday. So they didn't have a problem. But some of these other teams have struggled shooting in these kind of different configured uh, gyms. So, you know, I, I think there again, if we come out and, and we do hit the ball, you know, we're shooting well. We've got C.J. and – and you know even Luca and, and Jabo and everybody's hitting. We're a tough team to beat, mm-hmm. just like we've said all year. But you know you let Trice or Davidson or Potter, one of those guys, go off too. It's going to make them very difficult to to stay with. So you know I, we can weather storms and runs. And I think having Luca once again down low that scores at a very high percentage down in the paint, he's a force to be reckoned with. And you know they got to deal with us as much as we got to deal with them. I wanted to ask you. I wrote a story today. Um, I noticed a couple games ago that Luca does this kind of fist, fist bump up in the air to Dolph and Gary. They used to do that stuff courtside. They'd walk over. A lot of the players would, but now they're up in the stand, so it's different. Did you have any routine like that right before tip-off? Did you go and fist bump? No. I mean, did you? what was your routine before games? Uh, I was always a nervous wreck. I, I mean, nervous. Porter, I usually roomed with him. Uh-huh. He had so many weird different things that he'd do, he'd, you know, it was just it was hard to keep up with, but for me it was you know getting a, a certain amount of shots in, making shots before I left. You know I had a routine of just kind of what I wanted to do as far as makes, uh-huh. but nothing really, you know, bumping or you know I did have a free throw deal where I kind of wiped my forehead before I spun the ball and, and shot my free throw. Um, other than that, like not a lot of real quirks, but some of those guys do. What did Horner like do? What did Horner do? If you can sh- mind sharing a couple, what was part of his routine? I I think he had one where he'd like go out and he'd like change compression shorts and then he'd come in and like shower, rinse off, and then he had you know other things with you know getting treatment in the in the training room. And he was and he's one of those that like he had a set time and place of what he wanted to do. So just don't mess it up. Okay, I, I got the, I, the thing I think with Lucas' situation. It's so cool is you know you get the virus and it changes everything we do. And yet Luca figured out a way to still acknowledge Dolphin. And like Bobby said, you know, we really appreciate it. And that's just another example of why so many people like Luca Garza besides just what he does yep. on the bat. He's just a good kid. He just does he the right thing. Uh, he he's just, one of a kind. And Iowa fans have really, you know, he seems to fit in really well from the, the time he just came in on campus. I mean, I remember going up and watching one of his first games at Primetime League and then watched him again up in Waterloo, and I'm like, he just seemed like a likable guy. Yeah. You know, just happy-go-lucky, played hard. And, you know, and I said right away, he may not have all the skill stuff that, like, a Nunji had coming in, where Nunji had some guard skills and 
But Luca just outworks people, and that's what's got him to the point where even now, what his footwork and shooting and everything was as a freshman and where he's leaving, I mean, he's made tremendous strides. Um, and I think the coaching staff has got to really look at, geez, I mean, he is a totally different player than when he came in. And, you know, credit to the coaching staff, his dad, everybody that, that you know, built him into what he is today. It's, it's, it's an incredible jump of where he came in at and where he's finishing. Speaking of developing post players, let's shift over to the women's side. Um, I watched Monica Cezano these last two days, and um, no, she's not Megan Gustafson, but my God, is she good. She is. And yep. this is just another one in a long list. I mean, it's. I tweeted something yesterday, and we're going to get her on here, and I'm going to write a story. Jan Jensen is incredible at developing centers. They just seem to get better. Just talk about that, um, Adam. They're, her players just seem to get better every year. It is, and I think it's always nice having a good center in the on the team that's helping develop the other ones. You know, she got to go against Megan for yep. you know a, a season or two there, and and really help her on her skill development. And then you yeah, you talk about Jan, who's really just kind of made a name for herself. I mean, taking people that aren't five star rated centers, and she's making them you know some of the best centers in the country. So if if you're a high school girl and you're a center. I don't know why you wouldn't give Iowa exactly. a strong look mm-hmm. just from what we're doing as far as just output, you know, from taking you where you're at and making you an elite player, you know, uh, one of the Big Ten's best and some of the best in the country. you got to look at that. I mean, what she did with Jamie Cavey and Bethany Doolittle, I mean, it's just amazing. It just, it's just a, Now, Megan Scobie was a big-time recruit, but she was good here. No, it's just something I've all... I've always been impressed yeah. with, and the women are playing real well right now. Now they're playing, I mean, what are they, 16-8, and eight, I believe? They're playing for as high a seed. Well, of course they're playing to win the Big Ten championship, but they're really playing themselves into a pretty respectable seed, and not bad when you have that much youth and what have yeah. you now. Well, and when you say, I, I listened to some radio stuff yesterday, and I think people are saying, you know, 8-9 was kind of that respectable number right now in the NCAA. I would think after last night, yes another big win. I mean, you got to start looking at, at getting into that six range. Yep. And, you know, that's a whole different game, as you guys know, than that eight, nine. You just got to get away from that game. Back now, back to the men's side. Do you think the officials, obviously they're aware of the narrative. They're, they're, you know, Greg Gard was very vocal after the game last Sunday saying he didn't, he didn't really agree with the officiating, thinks Matt Davidson is wrongfully judged. And <laughs> Do you think the officials tonight are going to have that in the back of their minds? Do you think they're going to call a close game to begin with at least? I mean, I think he's he's always going to have an extra set of eyes on him just to, just because of who he is. So I don't think they're going to give them any breaks, which they should not. Um, but, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think we're going to probably want to get that ball up and going. We're going to want to score some points and, and really pick up the tempo. And mm-hmm. uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do. But, yeah. you know, again, he's going to play the way he plays. He hasn't really changed even from a year or two ago. He is who he is. Yes. And hopefully, yeah, they'll they'll look for any kind of stupid stuff out there. That's but hopefully, this time when we play, we don't have ten stoppages, and you know, I, I want to see us get into a flow. And I, I think they would want the same thing. That's the thing when Guard was saying all that stuff. It just kind of fell on deaf ears with me because I think back to all the times Davison has done just obvious dirty crap on the court. Does he just dismiss all that stuff? I mean. He's earned that reputation. You're always going to fight for your guys, you know. Oh, I like, get it. I get it. Whether it's family or team, you're always going to have their back. But yeah, at some point, you just you almost got to bring him in and just say, "Hey, man, I I really love the effort, but you gotta you gotta redirect it. You can't get dirty. We got to have you on the floor." And you know, just like that game, it it really costed them, you know, a chance to win that ball game. Uh, yeah, last yeah, Sunday. it really it did. did. Okay, I don't think obviously Davidson's not an NBA player, is he? 
No. But if he it's did, if he did play in the NBA and did some of that <laughs> stuff, how long would it take for someone just to just? You know, I don't. T- I knew you were going there. Yeah, I think it would be pretty quick if he did anything. One of those guys would just, and they don't put up with it. I mean, even whether it's in practice or whatever, you know, the the pecking order on those teams. Like I remember when I was, you know, in New Orleans and was flying around diving off after balls. You know, Peja Stoyakovich was like, "Dude, what are you doing? You're gonna hurt somebody." And I wasn't playing dirty. You were I was hustling, aggressive. And he goes, "Not here, <laughs> not now." He's like, "You know, there's a time and place for that." He goes, "We're we're." You know, we're not trying to get hurt. God, that's so, would have been, that would have been not to interrupt Adam, but that would have been my dream. Someone telling me to to not hustle in practice. <laughs> I always had just the opposite. Mine was always I wasn't hustling enough in practice. But it, no, well, you're and, right. And when you're in a position like you know I would have been or other guys, you know, whether it was a summer training camp or you know summer um, Las Vegas summer league. I mean, you're going really hard because that's your future, that's your job, everything. You know, that moment. You're trying to make a, sure. a name for yourself on that team, and then those guys know that. But there again, if you got some guy in there that's trying to get dirty, I mean, there's some big dudes in there that'll they'll <laughs> take care of you if, you, if they need to. You notice Grayson Allen isn't tripping people anymore. No, <laughs> I mean, the thing I hate is uh, Brad Davidson can come back next year. Reavers can come back. They were talking. Potter can come. They made back. it sound like yesterday that they weren't coming back. All of them? Yeah, and I think they all went through senior day. And oh, did they? From what I can tell, I haven't read. I, I mean, they can always change their mind. I yeah. Mean, but I haven't. You keep pushing that narrative. Are you reading this, or is this just you? No, narrating? it's. I, I saw something, but it's been about a week ago, where four of those guys are going to grad school. Well, they did a thing on Trice yesterday saying that, you know, it's emotional knowing that it's coming to an end. Maybe he'll change his mind. I don't know, because they all could. But, no, I didn't know yeah, if maybe you yeah, saw yeah, a story. Yeah, was like... Well, the other thing is everything's getting log jammed here. If you do have a bunch that stay, I, I get it. If somebody's had like a injury type deal, or it wasn't a you know maybe wants to go out with a little different um, season, you you've got a log jam because I'm sure there, Wisconsin's got a number of recruits that are looking to come in the yes. door as well. Mm-hmm. And then you, I mean, then you got to start looking at all right, when do we start shaving that? You know, and all these extra years that keep piling on. You're going to have a logjam of recruits, or just a whole class you don't even bring in any new recruits for. So, and that hurts you two um, or three years down the road. Yeah, it is. It's going to hurt later. It might feel good next year when you got all these guys returning and you know a lot of seniority. But you know, there again, if those guys do want to play overseas or they have ambitions to do something else, they're going to want to move on as well because you don't want to be a you know a 25 year old um, you know player looking to jump into the G League or or grow overseas. I mean, your your time to make money is limited. Um, as well. And Trice is a fifth-year senior. I mean, this, does he want to come back for a sixth year? I mean, they all could, though. I mean, that's the thing. They all could. I mean, Garza could come back. Yeah. I mean, anyone could come back. And But I, I but it's not as simple as, like, just what Adam said. It really – because we've asked Fran about that, and Fran, I remember saying, you know, there's so much that goes into that because it really impacts your roster if you have all these yeah. guys coming back. I mean, it just – so – We'll see what happens, but um, well, and if, if we had a guy, if we had a guy like Gabe Olashaney, that sure, would have been a perfect, perfect one, right? Like he didn't technically redshirt on the front end, um, which he should have. He and Fran so admitted better. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would have been a guy that would have been perfect. But Fran had to be careful because he's like, hey, I've, if I need somebody, but things have, have gotten a, a little more generous on some of the transfer rules and some of this stuff, right, with COVID. And but yeah, a kid like that would have been perfect to say, hey, one more year, and I think you're going to really climb. You know, as far as whether you want to play overseas or have ambitions to try at the next level, he just would have been—he would have been a perfect example. But for most people, it just 
as they hit this senior year, I think it's going to be time to just to just walk away and figure out what they're going to do next. Do you think any of those Wisconsin seniors are NBA players? I, had, I don't know. I mean, Potter maybe as a power forward or it's just tough, guys. I mean, when I start thinking NBA, I start thinking how many guys in that on that team are going to. How many out of sixty people in the draft? Now I know you can come in and make a team undrafted, but out of the sixty, you know, the two round picks, what maybe twenty twenty of those picks are overseas guys, so you're really left with forty. Mm-hmm. Are those guys top forty in the you know in the country right now? It, it, it's just so hard. And I that, did that see that even goes for a guy like Joe. How do you make a spot? You know, out of those you know forty or forty five spots. Adam, I did see something or heard something. One mock thing had Wieskamp maybe at forty two and Garza at forty six, but that was without foreign players. Yeah. And maybe without underclassmen. No, it couldn't have been without underclassmen. They gotta be but you throw the foreign players in there and that would mean that they might not get taken in the second round. You know, if I mean because there's only sixty picks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's only sixty. And there again, like I said, there's guys that you think well, yeah, he's one of the top college players, and it's just—it's strange. Some of these guys just don't get picked up, and but there's good careers for guys to make money overseas, and oh, um, question. you know, some of those guys can actually have a better have a better experience that way too. So yeah, no, it's um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I'm in the category that I don't think Weisbach will be back next year, and I, uh, I in some ways I hope I'm wrong, but if that's what he wants. I want him to do what he wants oh, to sure. do. sure. Yeah. What's best well, for him. And, and the other thing, too, that last year Luca didn't have a chance to do, and I know Joe did this a couple seasons ago, mm-hmm. and I think he went to, like, Oklahoma City or maybe one other team. He can test the water sure. and go into some of these workouts and get good feedback. I mean, maybe he goes in this time around and they're like, hey, we need a shooter, and, you know, you shot, you know, at the ball at an amazing clip uh, this past season. You're kind of what we need. I mean, you just never know what a team yeah, need and, and what their wants are, but if – I think this year he'll have an opportunity to, to at least go in there and at, go into some of these workouts on his own dime and show him what he can do, and that's all he can ask for. He is becoming a better three-point shooter than I thought. He's become a very effective three-point shooter. Now I want to change the subject again. I'm kind of all over the place, but I noticed on Twitter yesterday this argument was trending. Who would win on a two-on-two versus Magic Johnson and Larry Bird versus Kevin Durant and LeBron James? Now, right now, I'd pick Kevin Durant. Larry Bird is 60. But they're obviously talking about in their prime. First of all, I thought, what a stupid question. I mean, just and where did and then you know where it originated? Um, I think it originated on Twitter. But of course, Skip Bayless and what's his name? I guess were debating it. And of course, Shannon picked LeBron's team and Skip picked Larry Bird. I mean. How can how do you even answer that question? I mean, how different is two on two than playing five on five? It's way different, Adam. I mean, who would you pick in that in their primes to win that? It, it's going to be t- I, just the athleticism and what some of those guys can do. Um, it might be a LeBron and Durant. You said right? Yes, that's probably who I'd yeah. pick to win. But out of the four, I think Magic's the best of all four. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. Like I said, if, you, if you're running five on five in the way those guys played back then, it, it's a totally different game. And I love, like I told you guys, watching old games of Lakers, oh, yeah. Bulls, Celtics, Pistons. Like that was basketball. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of the NBA right now. I'm not either because of it's just not a defensive. Like there was strategy back then, and there was these guys played hard all the time. It just. If you watch a game now, like even in the playoffs, it's kind of like, all right, I'll turn it on in the fourth quarter. It seems like the game kind of gets going then. 
Um, it wasn't like that back in the day. I mean, it was almost like a college game, and you had the best players in the world. Um, NBA now is just it's it's a lot of up and down, and just I, I like defense, I like strategy, and it's just not there in the game. There's also too much for me roster stacking. I mean, Kevin Durant's a great player. Don't get me wrong, but he's gonna. I I do think the Brooklyn Nets are gonna win it this year, just because I think they're gonna outscore everybody, and that's what it comes yeah. down to. But there's just, I mean, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. I mean, there's just too many stars aligning, and they can do it. The players have the control, but to me, it takes away the product. I mean, the the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Nets are probably the three best, and I guess Utah too. But I'm still have to. I know Utah's playing really well. I just don't think yeah. there's any drama. It's always the same teams. You knew that it was going to be LeBron versus Durant. Durant had to go join forces with two other stars to win a title. There's just, I don't know. I mean, what do you think about all that? Well. Yeah, I mean, even when I had my short little stint, those guys were all really good friends, like Chris Paul, yeah, LeBron, yeah. you know, Carmelo. Kyrie and they're all and good buddies. Yeah, I mean, and whether it's through USA Basketball and a lot of that stuff, I think that really connected a lot of those guys, and now they're looking at, hey, why wouldn't you want to come play with your best buddies? Sure. Right? If I can go make a ton of money, and for some of these guys, even if it means taking less to win some championships like these guys have done, um, but their families are all really close. Let's play in the same location. Let's go to warmer weather. I mean, that's that's kind of stuff that they're all deciding. And you're right. It's 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 not like it was because back in the day, every team was somewhat solid, and you had those built-in rivalries. And you know, now it, it is. It's a lot of roster jumping. And you know, as a dad who's got kids that like some of these guys, you know, you're like, crap. They changed teams again. Are you still going to wear that jersey? Or you know, you're going to want the new Brooklyn Nets? So. You know, back in the day, they just those guys stayed on the same team and, and never left. Well, and like with the Celtics, Larry Bird was drafted by the Celtics. I believe Kevin McHale was drafted by the Celtics. And when they got Robert Parrish out from Golden State, he was good, but he wasn't a phenom. I mean, it's just different. And I'm not saying it's wrong. It just, for me, it takes away some of the interest, I guess. Because I, mean, I have a feeling yeah. there's about five teams. The Lakers, what? Just go ahead. Oh, the but La- I've got some numbers here. The Lakers, you. the Nets, the Clippers. Uh, who else has a chance to win the NBA title? Would you say out of? Um, I don't believe the Bucks have a chance. I mean, I know uh, they might. They I mean, might. Just never know run. I don't believe Utah will. Maybe I'm wrong. Denver. I. I, I think it's going to be the Nets. I think they're going to win games like 140 to 126. They're winning games right now. And they don't even have Kevin Durant. I know. I mean, they're beating pretty much everybody they play right now without Kevin Durant, and it's just it's amazing. What do you have, Tom? All right. Now, this is t- talking about the, we've all talked about, it's hard to beat a team three times mm-hmm. in, in a season. In the last 10 seasons, the team that is 2-0 in a matchup has won game number three 72% of the time. Well, that's encouraging. Ooh. 849 times they've won and 334 times the other team has won. So now, that's pretty significant. And a lot of those are probably cases where the team was just clearly, clearly, uh, sure. clearly, clearly better. That, that's right. Yeah, no, and I, yeah, that, that's a little higher than I thought, but that's not Iowa-Wisconsin. Iowa's better than Wisconsin, but I wouldn't say they're not clearly, clear. clearly no, better. I, so I what do you, what's your thoughts on that, Adam? Yeah, I agree. These are kind of I, – I, I see us as similar. Uh, every game's been somewhat close, so – especially the last game, and just playing them on uh, on Sunday, the scouting reports, we're going to know these guys as good as anybody. So there's going to be no hidden secrets. Everybody's got everybody kind of dialed in, and um, the game prep and everything else, I'm sure, obviously we're ready for both teams, but having Wisconsin is going to be a little easier for these guys on on scouting reports. So, yeah, that is a surprising number, though. Yeah, it is. You lump in some of those other teams that are bad. But, I, again, I do think it's hard. I mean, when you get equal teams and – 
you know, I don't, I don't want to sound like they're equal to us as far as and all that, but just, you know, it, it's, it's hard, especially on a rivalry game. Um, they're thinking the same thing. Hey, we're over for 2 We're, we're going to get one. And no, they're not equal to Iowa, but they're not vastly inferior to Iowa. No, they're it, not. It won't take a Herculean effort for them to win, especially if Iowa struggles. That's all I'm saying. I, I think if Iowa played Wisconsin 10 times, Iowa would win six or seven. Well, seven, and basically yeah. this same team won the Big Ten last year. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they know But what's weird is Weavers is worse this year than he was last yes. year. That's one of my things with some of these Wisconsin players. They don't seem to get – it seems like with Bo Ryan, even though I couldn't stand the guy, his players always got better. But it seems like now, like Nate Reavers isn't as good this year as he was last year. I mean, it's just. And what's your thoughts on that? And when you watch, uh, Trice is good, but he seems yeah, like he's. Go ahead. Yeah, I agree. I think some of these guys have taken different roles. Last year was such a weird year where one of their leading scorers left right halfway mm-hmm. or midway through the season. Some of these guys stepped up, had huge ends to the Big Ten season. Well, they ended up winning it last mm-hmm. year, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, completely unexpected. And um, yeah, I think I think these guys took different roles, and now you kind of got a whole melting pot on how these guys all kind of come together. It feels like some of these games, it's like it's your turn. No, it's your turn. Trice has a big game. Mm-hmm. You know, Davidson has a big game. Um, yeah, I don't think they really have an identity of go-to guys and and who's going to have the ball in their hands to win games. I mean, Trice is obviously going to do that, but yeah, it just seems like this year there's no real focus on who's the go-to. And they're not as good at shooting. They don't have, what was that, Bronson, Koenig. Koenig. They don't have guys like mm-hmm. him. All the way back to Jason Bohannon. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it seems like their three-point shooting is way more inconsistent this year. So we'll see. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a fun game. I've enjoyed these tournament games these last Very few much. Days. There's some fans there. I mean, it's just a sense of normalcy, and it's just been, it's been fun. I mean, it's been – I wish the weather was a little worse so I wasn't tempted to go outside. But, I mean, how warm is it going to get today, Captain? Uh, about 54. Man, the snow is gone. Yeah. Amazing. It is gone. I didn't think it – yeah, that, those 70s and a little bit of rain took care of it. No, it really was. So. It'll be 40s next, next week. It'll be in the 40s. Adam, I looked up uh, uh, Marquee Network for you for the Cubs. Uh, the only places you're going to be able to see it are Mediacom or Dish or DirecTV. They have uh, left all streaming services. And it just makes no sense. That's where, well, in d- baseball and all that stuff, it's frustrating. I mean, you guys know, just with the whole Cubs situation before, we're four and a half hours or four hours from here to, really to get to Wrigley, and we're blocked out of all these networks. I mean, the Major League Baseball, what they've done, I, I think it's uh, – I think it's really sad. I mean, just looking at how you black out an entire market, not everybody can make it to the game, especially with COVID stuff, and they've not even really done anything different with the restrictions. There is a bill in Washington. Well, the the marquee network's owned by Sinclair, and Sinclair uh, tried to uh, uh, charge uh, these streaming uh, services anywhere between 80 and 120. Subscribers would have to pay an additional 80 to $120 more. Uh, a year, a month, a month, a month. That's ridiculous. Yes, it's it's unbelievable. But that's it's that's amazing what how I'm we've got more channels than we've ever had in our lives. We've got the greatest technology, and we have less <laughs> access to shows. It's just, but any, but anyway, there is a bill going before Congress, and it's a bipartisan bill. A what? What's a bipartisan? Bipartisan. What's I that? Know. It's when uh, both parties get sick of losing their channels on cable and. So there is something that can actually merge both parties together? Yeah. And it's television? It's television. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not a virus. It's not no, war. No. It's, not the, it's television. It's television. 
and they're going to make it so, at least the way I read the bill, is, uh, say, Channel 2 says you're going to have to pay this much Mediacom if you want to carry Channel 2. The local stations is what it's going to concern. Uh, then uh, Mediacom can go, screw you, we'll do a deal with Channel 4, or we'll do a deal a with mess. Channel 8. It's crazy. It's a mess. Yeah. All right, Captain, here's one for you. Bigger fans of Andy Griffith, Republicans or Democrats? Uh, I would say uh, Republicans. Okay, now I need an explanation. I would too, because it's white. It's <laughs> white and rural uh, and uh, backward. It goes back to the 60s. <laughs> All right, Adam, now you offer the counter to that. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Well, uh, no, I'm a huge Andy Griffith fan. I, I, I don't, you know, as far as a political, that was just what we watched growing up as kids. Oh, I love it. Love Me Andy too. and Barney and all the life lessons. Like, I throw it on even with my own kids. Now, they're not... I need to put it on a little. We just don't watch a ton of TV, but well, that's you know, your on fault. TV land and stuff every night. I just and I've even got on a couple streaming things to go back and watch episodes. I if I want to relax, I throw on Andy coming home from work, and there's nothing better. I, how about the time where he says he'd rough up Barbara Eden? <laughs> no, <laughs> you know, with a woman like that, I'd have a tendency to be a little rough. That was not Andy. That was Barney. That was Barney. No, yeah. Barney. The cheating Barney. I mean, yeah. Juanita, Thelma Lou, the fun girls beating oh, yeah. up Barbara Eden. I'm, like I said, he was rural North Carolina trash. But I still loved him. He's still my favorite character of all time. The one, too, who I was just on the other day, the fire hydrant where those um, – Opie and his buddy move the car, yeah. flip it into neutral, and then Barney is just, he's all over Andy in there, and it is, oh, it's a great episode. It is. It is a great episode. Wow. Man, I got Adam Holoska talking to Andy Griffith. <laughs> now, now you know you've made it, man. This is great. So, all right, let's get back to the game before we let you go, and um, appreciate you coming on to preview this thing. Um, what do you think? I mean, Iowa's been playing really well defensively. I mean, they really have. I mean, I think we got it. We, we're always quick mm-hmm. to criticize them. At least Tom, me and Tom have been when they're not playing. They're playing real good on defense right now. What is, from what you can tell, Adam, what has been the biggest difference? Has there been one or two things? Is it just effort? I think it's effort, and I think it's, you know, Fran getting after those guys, you know, when they, when they did show signs of, you know, kind of letting loose a little bit there. I mean, we went on a big run to finish up that, you know, um, Big Ten season. Mm-hmm heading into this tournament game. And, I, yeah, I, what the coaching staff got these guys to buy in, and, and we should have. We're a veteran team. I think whether it was game tapes or practice and, you know, talking about rotation, but I think going less zone and okay. more under that mm-hmm. man-to-man Which is interesting. a lot. Which is interesting because they're not very athletic. It and just, it's been the big difference. And it has been the big difference. I think the last ten games – or the last nine games, Iowa has ranked in the top ten defensively in the nation. Yep. Yeah, and speaking of well, defense – is effort i you know i know we always talk about athleticism and quick guards i mean it's nice having somebody that's willing to get down and pick up and you know try to stay in front but i mm-hmm. also think too if, if, if you've got good defensive principles and you've got good help defense you know even if there is a blow by you should have somebody there stepping sure. in and your rotation should be solid so you know i i'm not a fan of a lot of that zone i like it to throw teams off you've got to be in order to be a good zone team you've got to be really good man-to-man in my opinion and I think since we've bought in and, and just shown that we can stop these teams, I think the momentum and I think confidence in our team on the defensive side, you know, we're, we're in good shape to make a, a really good run. And, again, you, you get a credit the team, but obviously the coaching staff has done some things to, to get these guys bought in. I stumbled upon a game involving you, the 04, I think it was the 05 Big Ten Tournament. You're shot – your sophomore year, you guys oh, yeah. was that the one where we went into maybe you beat Michigan State. Michigan State. Yeah, you, I mean Michigan State was 
having its way in the first half, and man, you guys really picked it up on defense. I mean, Doug Thomas and you, I mean, you guys, I just was amazed at how hard, I mean, Jeff Horner worked his butt off on defense. I mm-hmm. mean, he wasn't the quickest guy out there, mm-hmm. but man, you guys worked so hard on defense after the, it was just impressive. Yeah, it was on yesterday for, I don't even know, maybe Channel 109 or, let's get back to I the channels again. I think I fell out that game, I think, I think I fell out, I, and, uh, what's his name, uh, there's the, one of the guards. Chris Hill? No, not Chris Hill. There's uh, Torbert. Kelvin Torbert. Torbert. I think I think he hits a shot or shoots a shot, and I I don't think it touched him at all. I know I didn't, and he ends up going to the line for three free throws. Right. I think that was my fifth foul. And Mike Henderson was good in that game on both ends. I mean, he had some really good moments. It was just, and then I kept saying to myself, "Good God, that was 16 years ago." Man. Then I got depressed and yeah, realized I'm old. It. I feel I feel old. Even like a, I don't know if I said last time we were on too, but I was watching a tape. Uh, my kids wanted to watch an old Iowa, Iowa State game, and so we threw on like the 04 game at Carver, and they could not believe how awful the picture quality was. <laughs> well, my, ha- they thought there was something wrong with the TV pad. They're <laughs> like, "Hey, is there something wrong? Like, is it?" I'm like, "No, bud. This is how this is how, how life was back then." Man, they show <laughs> they showed a clip. They showed a the Iowa game against Indiana in like 1983 when I was starting college, and it looks like a completely different time the hairstyles of the the clothes it's just so but then you say to yourself it's almost 40 years ago yeah i mean it is a long time ago so That's why people it, hit it me up it doesn't it really doesn't seem that long and no. again, i mean even going back to you know watching settles and those guys i mean to me that just seems like a blink of an eye ago and just mm-hmm. settles started at iowa 28 years ago well, people hit me up and go, hey, why don't you play oldies? You know, and I said, God, we're going back 40 freaking years. What do you what do you want? <laughs> well, I think when people say, when I think of oldies, I think of the 50s. When I think of classic rock, I think of the 60s and 70s. When I think of, here. And what do you call the 80s? Techno, pop. Uh, yeah. And I think of More that, yeah. pop than any. But yeah, the yeah. oldies. We had a lot of hair bands. The oldies are the 50s. Yeah, I, I, that's at how least, I have always looked at it. But we're also old. That's right. When maybe some. So, Adam, what's your definition? Of the oldies. Us, probably. It'd be the same thing. Yeah, I know it's the same thing. I, I listen to a lot of classic rock and country. I mean, I'm still a huge, you know, Led Zeppelin. There you and, go. You know. God, Led Zeppelin and Andy Griffith. Pink and Floyd. Next man, thing you know, Adam. You, Adam. Guys, you should move in together. Next thing, <laughs> next thing you know. Good God. <laughs> Hey, honey, I'm going to leave you to go live with Pat Hardy. <laughs> but um, every night, sports and Andy Griffith, you know. I, oh, it'd be a joy. Compete with it. But yeah, um, Led Zeppelin, Andy Griffith. Um, yeah, we got a lot in common. That's good yeah. to know. So, but what a horrifying uh, thought. Anything, anything else before we let him go? Oh, right, so what's you're, you're predicting a Hawkeye victory, of course, right tonight? What you got a score? I think I don't think it's going to be just the way this stuff is bad. I don't know if it's super high, but maybe um, seventy four, sixty eight. Okay, I was going to say seventy nine, seventy six. I'm going to pick Iowa. If I had to pick, I'm picking Iowa because I just do think they are a better team. But I still am worried. I wouldn't be nearly as worried if they were playing Penn State tonight. And maybe that's the problem. I think, and I think win or lose, do you still think two seed NCAA tournament were locked in? I think so, but again, I've been wrong so many times. But I would think so. It looks like it. Yeah, and we got a pretty good. We got a pretty good strength of schedule. Yes, I mean we've a very uh, good net. And Fran did a good job of having Gonzaga and North Carolina and those other teams on the mm-hmm. books. It, it does help. Well, and some other teams that were real close to the two and three seed lines have lost yes. too. Yes. So what's amazing is that the, what they were saying about Ohio State yesterday. They're seeded fifth in the Big Ten tournament and they're still projected as a two seed. And they've lost 
four out of their last five games, is it? They had lost five out of their last six, I yeah. think they were. I mean, and, it's and, crazy. So, and it does look like Patino's on his way out from everything that I've read and heard, so it's going to be interesting to see who gets that. So, Tom, anything else? Nope. We appreciate you coming on with us, as always, and uh, um, you have a great weekend, and go Hawks. Hey, go Hawks, Thanks, Adam. Have a good one. We'll see you later. Yeah, we'll right, talk man. to you on Monday. Thanks. Take a little break, and yep. then we'll come back and do some more TV talk. Yeah, I've got the listings for New York uh, Metro, so <laughs> we'll go down those. 1-800-800-ROSE. 1-800-800-ROSE, your FTD florist, is the only number you need to know to send flowers anywhere in the country or Canada from any. 800 rows. It's so easy. Just remember one number. 1-800-800-ROSE. Your FTD florist. 1-800-800-ROSE. Remember. For a gift that your loved one will treasure for a lifetime, find it at our family-owned jewelry store in Iowa City, 13 and Stocker Jewelers. We can show you diamond engagement rings, colored stones, fashion jewelry, and watches. Our jewelers are on site, so we can design jewelry for that special person in your life. We are 13 and Stocker, serving Iowa City and the surrounding area for three generations. 13 and Stocker Jewelers, downtown Iowa City, and 13andstockerjewelers.com. Ask for Willa, Terry, Tim, or Kate. One of us is always there. Over the years, car keys have gotten extremely complex. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can generate the most technically advanced automotive keys on the market today. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars can produce most conventional, transponder, sidewinder, and remote-headed keys. If you've lost the keys to your car or simply need a duplicate, call 330-9185. Mike's Lock and E-Keys for Cars has the technology to keep you on the road. Call 330-9185 and schedule an appointment today. See the same people there greeting you, and they know you. I think of my cell phone. There's not a big distinction there from family to customer. Deary Ford in Iowa City. That kind of relationship that goes deep. Taking care of you, taking care of your vehicle. It's just that growing list of friends, frankly, that uh, that's kind of been the big payoff for me. The ownership experience is going to be four or five plus years. We have to be there for you. Deary Ford in Iowa City. See why people choose them over and over again. DearyFord.com. GT Car, owner of Supel Siding and Remodeling, offers service and quality that is unmatched in the area. At Supel Siding and Remodeling, their trained professionals will install and guarantee the products used in any size job done. Regardless of the project, Supel Siding and Remodeling will stand behind their quality products and installation with exceptional customer service. Whether it's a window replacement, a kitchen remodel, or a house addition, our employees are committed to quality. Visit sales at suples.net or call 337-2246. Car won't go into gear? Call Premier. Premier Automotive in North Liberty offers full-service mechanical auto repair, in addition to being Eastern Iowa's most trusted name in auto body repair. Use Premier for all your auto repair needs, brakes, oil changes, air conditioning, diagnostics, transmissions, or preventative maintenance. Whether you hit a deer or your car won't go into gear, see Premier Automotive in North Liberty. Don't let just anyone take care of your smile. At Diamond Dental, you can expect compassion, expertise, and a personalized care plan to protect your teeth for life. With more than 30 years of combined experience, Dr. Forbes and his staff are prepared to tackle even your toughest dental problems, leaving your smile healthy and sparkling. 
Diamond Dental offers a full range of general and cosmetic dentistry as well as dental treatment options for snoring and sleep apnea. It's never too early to start thinking about what's best for your smile. Schedule an appointment today by calling 319-390-3703 or visiting the office at 5815 Consul Street Northeast, Suite D1 in Cedar Rapids. You can also visit DiamondDentalPC.com for more information. Dr. Forbes is a proud sponsor of the Hawkeye Wrestling Club and the Inner Circle. Let the Diamond Dental team provide superior care for your entire family. Hi, this is Steve Anderson with Hawkeye Title and Settlement in Iowa City. Whether it's a crazy real estate market, record low interest rates, or the COVID-19 virus, we are living in unprecedented times. But know that my remarkable team at Hawkeye is literally working around the clock and in unique and adaptable ways to try to make every deal close smoothly and on time. We appreciate your understanding, patience, and flexibility as we power through this tough time. We're going to get through this together. Hey, everybody. It's Kevin here from Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your local TV expert. And I want to tell you about Dish TV. If technology, value, and customer satisfaction are important to you, then it's time to cut the cable cord once and for all. Upgrade your TV experience and start saving with Dish today. Drop by Big Dog Satellite and Solar on Blairs Ferry Road in front of Rockwell. Call 3950800 or visit us on the web at BigDogSatellite.com. We are Big Dog Satellite and Solar, your locally operated and trusted satellite tv experts hi this is bill eichstring of the oxyok inn our doors are open again although the way we serve you is different we're still here and ready to welcome you we've learned a lot about keeping you and our staff safe what hasn't changed is our commitment of trust to you and your family our oxyok family is ready to take care of you in our four dining rooms with the same quality of food attention to detail and customer service you've come to trust for the past 80 years those values are now more important than ever now serving families family style breakfast Saturday and Sunday with lunch, dinner, and banquets daily. Don't forget, you can still order curbside carryout and take the comforting taste of the Oxyok home with you to share at your family's table. Visit Oxyokin.com, Instagram, or our Facebook page for menu and weekly specials. From our Oxyok family to yours, we can't wait to see you again soon, and we'll be glad you're here at the Oxyok Inn in the heart of Amana. The from the Hurtin and Stalker Studios in the heart of the Hawkeye Nation, this is the mighty 1630 KCJJ Iowa City. Hurtin and Stalker Jewelers, making memories, making moments. KCJJ Weather brought to you by the Iowa City Burger Hall on the Ped Mall. Here is your KCJJ forecast today. Partly cloudy. We'll get to 54 for a high this afternoon. The wind out of the north becoming northeasterly this afternoon, 5 to 15. Tonight, partly cloudy. We'll drop to 35. Tomorrow, partly cloudy, 57 for a high. Then on Sunday, looks like we're going to be in for a little rain on Sunday. Our high near 50, some rain mixed with snow. By Monday, temperatures will stay in the 40s through most of next week. I'm meteorologist Sean Cable on the mighty 1630 KCJJ. Currently, it's 42. Hawkfanatic.com is back. All right, so first game, 3.30, Iowa versus MSU. MSU is the number seven seed, Iowa the sixth seed. So those look to be pretty well matched, I would say. And then the other game is Northwestern versus Maryland. What's one versus three? That is one versus five. Oh, they're Northwestern's yeah. only five seed, okay. Yeah, 
Well, Maryland's tough, tough, tough. They're in a different they, they are. category than any of the teams in the conference. But that still doesn't say they couldn't be upset. But That's right. We'll see. I mean, I forgot. I remember that game at Iowa at Michigan State. I remember it was not a good effort by Iowa. It was not one of their better games. Michigan State is not a great, great team. I mean. No, I'll, I'll be, I think, I'm pretty confident about that. I, I'm not, I don't. I, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'm sure Michigan State fans are confident. They probably I mean, are. Then they, you know, they won and what have you. So we'll see what happens. Are you more confident for the women or the men? The women, for sure. Yeah, I, I'm kind of probably about the same. I think they're both going to win, but I would not be surprised at all if either lost. I think it's going to be. I think they're both going to be really competitive games. In Wisconsin, the men, Wisconsin is the sixth seed, and Iowa the three seeds. So. There's a little diff, you know, a little separation I think between the two, but that doesn't mean. Well, Iowa was four games ahead of them in the conference. Yeah, that's yeah. the separation. That's why they. I mean, Iowa went twelve. They, and they six. were ten and ten, weren't they? They went ten and ten, and Iowa went fourteen and six. That's pretty significant. So yeah, that's significant there, and, and it's going to be a dogfight. <laughs> no, yeah, it's going to be a tough game, and like I said, it's going to come down. I'm afraid to three point shooting and free throws. I think turnovers will be big, too. It'll be interesting to see what kind of impact Joe Toussaint has on this game. Will this be a Joe Toussaint game, or will this be a Joe Toussaint game where he commits a couple early turnovers and Fran benches him? Because yeah. we've had both this year. Yes, he has. So we'll find out about that late tonight. The other games, uh, Rutgers, Illinois. Illinois should win. but Should. I, I look for, it, it'll be interesting to see that game. There's a lot of good athletes in that game. And if Ron Harper comes out, he could come out and – I haven't seen a lot of games where Ron Harper's played well this year, and he made some big threes the other day, so we'll see. But I, Illinois is really tough to beat right now. Um, Ohio State and Purdue. Purdue's playing as well as anybody. They are. Play. I have a feeling Ohio State's going to win. That would just be my gut feeling. Yeah, Purdue had two of the five players on the all-freshman team, mm-hmm. and deservedly so. Edie yeah. and Ivy? Yeah, Purdue. Yeah, Edie and Ivy. Wasn't that a Michael Jackson song? <laughs> God damn. It was worst. <laughs> You know, he never... you weren't an Ebony and Ivory fan. Oh God, racist! You're a racist. Terrible song. Do you know seriously? If there's one person that should stay away from black people, it's Paul McCartney. <laughs> he, he, well, he started... well, it was um, um, what's his name? Um, God, I can't remember. Billy Preston. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They got along with Billy Preston. Didn't oh, yeah. Billy Preston play on a lot of Beatles? Yeah, album, but not as a co. You know. No, that Ebony and I, when I first heard that, I'm that, like, yes, I'm all honestly, for racial yeah. harmony, but my God. Yeah, that no, was, that, that was bad. Yeah, terrible. Do you think, you're not going to find a bigger McCartney fan no, than I, but or that nor, was terrible. Nor me, but that was just an abomination. That's the kind of song where you could have some white conservative farmer out in the country listening to him going, oh my God, and then some gangbanger in the city going, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, no, really. And yet it still sold a ton of copies, didn't <laughs> oh, it? Yeah. Somebody yeah. liked it. So who liked it? Uh, I don't know. I don't have any Ebony idea. Ebony. Okay, Ebony and Ivory or Uma Guma? Uh, I'll take Uma Guma. Wow. So you've won wow. me over. Okay. Wow. I mean, so, but it's mind boggling. You get two of the top artists in the history of pop music together yeah, with a song. And they just ruin. I it mean, was horrible. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a bad song. Oh, it's a terrible song. I think it is one of the worst songs ever, ever recorded in, in modern history. And Steal that, Away by Robbie Dupree or Ebony and Ivory? Steal Away. Wow, you do think it's bad. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Oh, Susanna by Stephen Foster or <laughs> Ebony and Ivory? <laughs> oh, Susanna. Where did Ebony and Ivory Actually, find you on oh, the chart? Actually, Oh, Susanna's been banned by Cedar Rapids schools. 
Seriously? Yeah, the real the real lyrics are really racist. racist. It's all can, can you look and see what Ebony Ivory topped out at? I'm guessing it was it was it top ten? Do you think? Oh yeah, I think. It, but I'll, I'll check. Jim thinks it may have been number one. It was on all. Oh, the time. I think it, it did get to. So number who do you one. think it appealed to? I mean, because we're all pretty diverse in our I don't, and deaf I don't know. people. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hey guys, this is Chris Lehman calling from Happy Hollow Sports Complex in Leesburg, Florida. Hey, Shooter, what's are, up? Yes, we are uh, just between innings here in the third game against the Penn State Nittany Lions. Okay. 0-0. Zero, zero. Uh, my daughter Sarah's on the mound again. Yesterday we went 2-0. and uh, She pitched all seven innings in the first, had five strikeouts, and allowed one unearned run. In the second game, we had to go 12 innings. Lauren Shaw started on the bump, and Allison Ducey came in in the fourth and closed it out. Um, bottom of the 12th, they, they went to international tiebreaker, of course, in the eighth, where they put a runner on second. Mm-hmm. But uh, in the bottom of the 12th, Eric Lee Bogar led off to tie it up with a triple, and Grace Baines knocked her in in the bottom of the 12th in a very long game. And right now we're in the Top of the second, 0-0, zero, zero. and we hope to take another one from the winless Nittany Lions. Well, it sounds like your daughter's. Fun to say. Sounds like your daughter's in a groove right now, just like high school. She is. She's been she's been playing well. Uh, the whole team has been. Our bats have been coming alive, and fielding's been there. So, I just want to give you guys a quick call and give you an update, and I'll try to check in tomorrow. Morning. All right, Chris. Yeah. Appreciate tomorrow it. Morning, Chris. Appreciate it. Tomorrow morning, we got Maryland in a doubleheader, and Sunday, a single against Maryland. Okay. All well, right. Good luck to the girls, and um, good luck to Sarah, and thanks. We appreciate it. Okay. Talk to you later. Yep. Thanks. Bye. i got to go remember to post some of that stuff when I get back, get it up on my website. Ebony and Ivory, Paul McCartney and Stevie Wonder uh, peaked May 14th, 1982. Yeah. Number one, it was on the chart for 19 weeks. Wow. Um. And the second worst one was Say, Say, Say. Oh, I hated that mm. one, too. By God, I hated him, that song. Uh, and Michael Jackson. I hated yeah, it. was terrible. And Those I, were two bad songs. And they, I'm sure that climbed to number one, too, probably, didn't it? Uh, yes. Wow. For 17 weeks. And McCartney probably made more money off those two songs than... Everybody in this building combined has made in our lifetime. How, and how much, what do you think the top selling McCartney song is? Was it something Beatles not with the Beatles or without the Beatles? Without the Beatles. Um, Band on the Run? Nope. Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Wonderful Christmas I love that time. song. I love oh, that song. See, Hunter. Hunter th- thinks it's the worst song ever. <laughs> oh, I like it. I, I like it. I like it, too. I do, too. You know one of my favorite yeah. McCartney songs? Have you ever heard Put It There? Yeah. I love that song. Yep. Yeah. I, lo- I remember when he did that up at Cyclone Stadium. That's, um, that's all, that was off some of – that came out maybe early 90s, late 80s, what have you. But, no, I really like that song. So, But, yeah, Ebony and Ivory and just goes to show you, man, it's – Music's a funny thing. Music yeah. is a funny thing. Something you think's a for sure. Yeah, hit. get Stevie Wonder and uh, and uh, you know Paul McCartney in a studio, and you think, wow, <laughs> this is going to be great, and uh, you know, and you end up wanting to blow your brains out. Now, what song are you talking about? 
You mean Ebony Michael? Ja- you mean Michael Jackson? Not no, Steve. Stevie Wonder sang Ebony and Ivory. Oh, I thought it was my no. no Michael Jackson sang say, 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 say. Oh, okay, okay, Stevie. Okay, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. See, that shows you how much I paid attention to him. I thought it was, I thought it was Michael Jackson that did. But you're right. It was Stevie Wonder, and I like Stevie Wonder. I mean, I love some of his. Oh, stuff. I love Stevie Wonder, but. Well, I like a lot of Michael Jackson stuff, too. I like yeah. some of Michael Jackson. The, the Wall was pretty... Um, off the Wall, not The Wall. Off the Wall was... He had a few things I didn't yeah, mind. Yeah, no, I, I like... But... Yeah. I liked Prince more than Michael Jackson. But I wasn't a huge fan of See, Prince either. And, yeah, I, I, I'm the other way. I like the... Uh, yeah, I'm the other way, too. But I, I like Prince, but I mean... It, you know, a lot of the songs just really. aren't really accessible to me. I mean, I, I love agree. Little Red Corvette. I like Little Red Corvette. I, I did too. 1999. Uh, yeah, yep. that one. Raspberry Beret. I didn't um, like Raspberry Beret. When Doves Beret. Cry. Um, his first big hit. Um, um, what was it? Um, God, Let's first, Go Crazy? No, before that. No, this was his first. I Want to Be Your Lover. That was yeah. his first big hit. I love that song. I guess I don't know that one. You would if you heard it. It came out in 79 or whatever, and that was his first big hit. You'd, I think you'd The most it. awkward Dick Clark interview ever. Was with Prince? Was with Prince. He didn't say anything, did he? No. <laughs> and Dick Clark. The only time he would talk is he Dick was coming Clark to your door to sell religion. Yeah. Dick, yeah, and then people were called, you know, seriously. One of the weirdest juxtapositions, one of the most aloof, strange guys who wouldn't talk, and yet you can't get him out of your front yard fast Yeah, enough. and they were calling the police on him. In Minneapolis, you know, they're going, everybody, oh, I'd love to meet Prince and everything. People in Minneapolis are going, yeah. oh, my God, you can Prince take him. is coming down the road. <laughs> Isn't that just weird? Yeah, it sure is. I did read one story where a guy, he goes, God, I looked out my window, and it's Prince knocking on our door. And this is a guy who probably, the watchtower. who you couldn't get an interview, who anybody could, hardly anybody could get an interview with him. You know, so. But. No, it's, it's odd, but no, I was never a huge Prince fan. No, I wasn't either. I mean, I own his greatest hits. I mean, so, yeah, I wouldn't call myself a huge Prince fan. It's not like he's Steely Dan or yeah, anything. Nah. But that's good to know. Adam, I, you've heard him. What did he say? Led Zeppelin? He said Led Zeppelin right away, and he said yeah. it with pride. Yeah. He said it with pride with his chest out. I bet right now he's cranking Led Zeppelin two in the office right now. They're probably <laughs> air guitaring there. It could be. Don't you think? Sure. There you go. So. Well, let's see. Uh, God, turn, turning the TV off in the office to, from CNBC to uh, TV land. <laughs> well, um, there's no reason to, Andy Griffith doesn't come on until he comes on 3 o'clock on um, 792. Is that TV land? So that'll be your tune-up for uh, well, you got Andy Griffith, game? You got him from 3 to 7 on 792, and then from 7... And then from seven to eight, you have it on one oh six, which I'm not. That's me TV, I believe. It's so me TV. if you play your cards right, you can watch ten episodes of Andy Griffith. Every <laughs> yeah, <day>. uh, sooner. <laughs> and I loved Andy Griffith. Don't get me wrong, but I. I mean, I. It's just. It's, it just never gets old. I mean, yes. I mean, the the scenes with Barney and Leon are classic. You know, everyone talks about like Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau and all their. No, it's it's Don Knotts and Ron, and what was his name? Ken Howard. Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Clint Howard. Those are the best scenes ever in Hollywood, if you ask me. <laughs> well, you're in a class of my own. A class of your own. Clint there. Howard, actually, I posted my appearance on, uh, on The Tomorrow Show. And uh, Clint Howard, friend, Clint Howard, friended me. We should get well, him we on. We had him goes, on. Yeah, we should well, get him on Mike again. Mike Bauer. Yeah, real good friends with yeah. him. Yeah. Grew up with him, but then he, but he didn't friend me then, or any. He friended me when I posted. He goes, "I was on the Tomorrow Show too." That's all he said. 
<laughs> was he friendly when you had him on? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Look up his. What's he worth? What do you think Clint Howard is? Uh, I did look it up. It's like eight, eight, yeah, eight million. I think it's. And how much of that is that. just money you think Ron's giving him? Uh, eight million. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Hello. 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 Hey. Yeah, I uh, love Andy Griffith as so much. I named my last three dogs Barney Five, Otis Campbell, and Aunt B. And there, you- my <laughs> there you go. Good job, sir. I respect you. Four million. Okay. Four million? Okay. Hey. Yeah. It's res- very respectable. It's not bad if you can get it from being yeah. Leon. Uh huh. And well, he's, he's been, been in, every... in almost every movie that Ron Howard <laughs> yeah. has made. Yeah, but Leon was his pinnacle. I mean, I think he never could live down Leon. And he's done some really just uh, great guest starring roles as real creepy people. <laughs> he really has. Leon always has that peanut butter and jelly, <laughs> and he's so friendly. He's always willing to share it with everybody. I always respected Leon. He was, he knew how to share. A lot of kids don't know how to share. This is true. And Leon did. <laughs> so the only game we haven't mentioned was the Maryland and Michigan. Men. I think Michigan will win, but I wouldn't be stunned if Maryland won. Maryland's one of those teams, they always defend, and if they can make threes, they're really a team that if they can make threes, they're a completely different team. Whereas with Iowa, yeah, Iowa needs the threes, but Iowa, you know, always has Garza for the most part. They can all... But Maryland, if they're making threes, I mean, Daryl Morsell's the best defender in the Big yeah. Ten. I, they really defend. So He was named the Big best Ten, defender. As he should Ten. have been, yeah. yeah. And I would think Michigan should win, but nothing would surprise me. No. Yeah, he played a, a creepy janitor and married with children. Leon did? Yeah. Clint Howard? Yeah. Okay, that, now I'm seeing where all that money's coming from. Yeah, no, he's... he's uh, He's actually been in a band, a new wave rock and roll band called the Kempsters. Uh, and aren't he and Ron pretty close? Yes, very close. I mean, Ron Howard, I mean, what is... And I don't like Amazing. all of Ron Howard's movies. There's, I like most of them. I didn't like... He did Cocoon, right? Yeah. I, I just I did, did not like that movie. I mean, I... Um, I don't know. I just didn't like it. I, just, I, it, I did. It just did nothing for me. And what's... Name some other... I loved um, Cinderella Man. What's another couple of Ron Howard movies? Oh, gosh. Eat My uh, Dust. Was an Apollo. Yeah. Apollo. I liked Apollo 13. 13. I really American liked American uh, Graffiti. Yeah, it's all right. Um, what'd you say, Hunter? Flash. Fla- uh, Fletch? Splash. Splash. Oh, I hated Splash. Is that Daryl Hannah? Hannah yes. How much do you think Ron Howard's worth? $80 million. $110 million. $200 million. Why did I only say 80 I really sold him short. And the, he's done more, though. I mean, yeah, I don't know what it is. Was was it maybe was Wilfred Brimley in gym? Was he wearing he's a swimsuit? He's made a Beatle yeah. one. W- was Wilfred Brimley in swimsuit and cocoon? Maybe that was it. <laughs> I don't know. Aren't there some scenes of him in a swimsuit? <laughs> right, right. I think that's what drove me away. It wasn't a Speedo. Are you imagine Wilfred Brimley in a Speedo? <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> Would you have kept watching? If all those characters in Cocoon were wearing like two pieces and Speedos, would you have kept watching it? Suter? I don't think so. Captain, would you have? No. You think it would have taken away from the movie? I would say yes. He's okay. been in Night Shift, Cocoon, Splash, Backdraft. 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 Was that, the, my buddy from college was in that. The Paper, which was really good. I haven't seen that. Uh, Apollo 13. Good. A Beautiful Mind, which was really good. Yeah, I got bored with it, but I could see why someone would like it. Ron, you, this is what Leon is in? No, no Ron, Howard, Howard, Ron Howard. 
I didn't know he did a Beautiful Mind. I even yeah. saw it. Wow. Yeah, he directed Beautiful Mind, Cinderella Man, Frost Nixon. Oh, Cinderella Man! I love uh, that. Frost Nixon bored me. Yeah, How the uh, Grinch Stole Christmas, The Da Vinci Code, Angels and Demons. Those and did no. Those movies did nothing. I tried to watch those movies and. Did you watch them, Captain? Uh, I just, they just did no. nothing for me. I watched The Da Vinci Code, and it, it was, was boring to me. It was boring. Uh, Solo, a Star Wars story. Uh, the Beatles, Eight Days a Week. I never saw that. Uh, did you see that? Was it yeah. good? No. Pavarotti. Never saw that. I never saw that. Hello? Hi. Yeah, Ron Howard is in American Graffiti, but I thought I might be wrong. I thought Steven Spielberg directed That's what I thought. That's yeah, what I thought, well, too. That, yeah. I just said he was in it. Oh, oh okay. I thought you, okay, oh, I thought you yeah. said that. Okay. Yeah. 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 He was pretty young then, but And you anyway. know, remember what Steven you remember what Steven Spielberg's first movie was? No. Yeah, it uh One duel. word, duel. Duel. And with Dennis Weaver. And, and it you was never great. You, sure you should watch. Well, I I agree, Captain, but I had some family members watch it and they they actually I think they wanted to they wanted me to get psychiatric evaluation. They're like <laughs> you He's like, you made us watch for two hours. It was truck. only 90 minutes. Or, well, they they were exaggerating yeah. to, a, yeah. to fester in their misery. They were mad that I... And I said, yes, I love that movie. And that motivated him. I watched an interview with him. That sort of led to Jaws because he sort of took the semi-truck and morphed... And morphed it into the Morphed way. it into the... It, it was it really was interesting the way he... Mm-hmm. Talk and you never did see the truck driver, only his arms. And I thought Duel was fast. I thought it was too. And I thought Dennis Weaver was great. I don't believe I saw it. Oh, oh, you, oh it, it, it I believe you it. would like it, but I could be wrong. But, uh, to me, it's one of those movies you either like or you hate. Don't you agree, Captain? I don't think there's I don't a lot know of how you could hate the movie. It was really, I mean, if you well, like I don't know how you guys could hate. A, a, you guys hated thrill. Apocalypto, and I thought Apocalypto was great. Oh. I loved it. <laughs> to me, that's a movie you either like or hate. I loved Complete it. Complete snooze city. Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was. I thought some of the scenes or the chase scenes were so scary, and whatever. And but yeah, a lot of it's just. But um, no, Duel is cl- a classic. Steven Spielberg's yeah. first movie. He was like in his yeah, early twenties. TV movie. Wasn't he like in his early twenties when he did that? Yeah. Well, Dennis Weaver wasn't that old at that time either. And I thought he was the perfect character for yeah. that. That was before McCloud, right? McCloud. I loved McCloud. I didn't mind McCloud. Wasn't that before McCloud? Riding a horse through New York City. It's yeah. great. <laughs> so let's see. No wrestling this week. Wrestling starts next week. You saw it really wasn't news. I mean, Tyler had it on his podcast a couple months. That Spencer Lee's coming. Coming back. Yeah. And he's going to do the Olympic thing and then come back. And he wants to be Iowa's first four-time national champion. I mean, he wants to go down in history as one of the greatest college wrestlers of all time and i think he's he's going going to i think he's going to i don't see anyone touching him this year and we'll see what how the field changes and see if he can stay it looks like at this stage if he's having no trouble staying at 125 i don't think he's gonna all of a sudden grow two inches and be you know Mm -hmm. it seems like he's okay comfortable at this weight so yeah it's going to be interesting to see and i just hope this team lives up to its expectations it'd be nice to get that national title back in iowa city and i think they're going to barring injuries or just some flukish thing happening yeah, I think they will. I, I sure hope they well, they got their whole team there, which helps. Yeah, Max Muren did was yep. given a he he was in. So yeah, all ten of guys are there. So we'll see. Um, Spencer Lee's number one, Kemmer's number one, Marinelli's number one, Ironman's number one. So yeah, they've got they've got. I mean, they're the team to beat. They're, they're like Penn State was yep. two years, two three years ago. So yep. now it's just a matter of doing it. Anything else? No, boys. It's already ten thirty. Yeah. 
That went time went fast. Oh, I did get a lot of good feedback from the Kevin Coonerd interview. Oh, good. Yeah, no, I had a lot of people really enjoyed it. They loved. I how, really, in, you know, they loved I how really candid he was. It. I thought he, he was, was a natural. Yeah, it, it just, I mean, and unfiltered. Yeah, unfiltered. But he noticed though he didn't cuss or anything. Yeah, he didn't. No. He didn't uh-huh. say anything like he. Had a good know, sense of humor. He had a good sense of humor. He was self. He was self-deprecating at times, and then other times, he, I love the part where he just basically went. Didn't he basically just tell us that he went down and punched Bill Walton three times in the chest? <laughs> yeah, and yes. Bill yeah. Walton never gave him any crap again. Uh huh. I thought that was good, and um, I, the stuff with Kermit Washington and Jabbar. A lot of that stuff I had kind of forgotten about. I had too. I want to go. John Feinstein, Feinstein, Feinstein wrote a book called The Punch. And I've been, I've been told, I, I, need, I want to read that. I want to see that because, you know, Kevin's a big part of that. But, man, listening to him talk about that was just... It, it was, was riveting. I, yeah, it was riveting. I was just at the end of my seat. I mean, this guy, this is the guy who did get into it with Jabbar. And I do remember Jabbar saying he didn't like him. And, yeah, Jabbar didn't like him because Kevin didn't back down yeah. from him. That was what it came down to. I got a message. Uh, I saw Duel on uh, Channel 892, or was it Channel 714? <laughs> <laughs> was it Dish? Was it Was it Dish, or was it, it YouTube, was, or was it? I don't think it was. Oh, it wasn't Dish, or uh, that's Direct TV or Mediacom. That was 76. You know what <laughs> was on when I left today to come here? Castaway. It's on all the time now. Castaway, yeah, it's just on all the time, and that didn't do much for me. Didn't do one much. time, yeah. I enjoyed it. One time, yeah. And then the, I, then the second time, I'm like, eh, I don't need this. I know he gets off the island, and I just don't need it. Hello. Why was Cream uh, Jabbar so hated in the NBA? Well, it depends on who you talk to. I mean, he I mean, was they very. Didn't let him become a coach or anything. He I was heard. very out. Well, yeah. Kareem was very outspoken. At a time when blacks weren't supposed to be outspoken, he had a lot of Muhammad Ali in him. And I think guys like that paid the price. Unfairly, I think a lot of them paid the price. I mean, Kareem was very, I'm not saying he was a militant or anything, but when he was in college and everything, he was very outspoken. And and I think that probably, I think he suffered from it. I I just think he's a great guy, but I, I didn't know what they had against him. I mean, Kareem was surly. Kareem had a stage in his career when he played at Milwaukee and, um, he was not a friendly guy. He didn't deal with the media. He didn't have a lot of trust. No, he didn't. In people, and I think I think he softened, of course, in his years. But I've always been fascinated by Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, I and a lot of people didn't like the name change. No, something which you know, same with Muhammad Ali. Yeah, I mean, but that's their right yeah. to do whatever they want. The thing I liked about the interview Wednesday was he said when he started college, he was only seventeen. Yeah, I had a friend. He had, he had a lot of growing to do too, which would be a big advantage for iowa a friend of so. his reached out to me with an email saying kevin was 611 and barely 200 pounds when he got to iowa and when he left he was seven foot 265 wow the other thing about kevin coonard if you couldn't pick up from that interview he was a tough guy tough sob tough yes, i mean he Ke- was kevin coonard's the kind of guy i don't be big you think big tall center Kevin Coonert's the kind of guy you wanted in an alley if you had I mean yeah he and he took that attitude to the NBA and they didn't like it that that was one of your best interviews you've had some good ones it's Man, one of my all-time was... favorites we've had some great mm-hmm. ones but I really enjoyed that one yeah it was good yeah it was good okay have a good day guys yep. hey thanks for the call and who do, who arranged that again who, who did that uh John Murphy well John we appreciate you. I don't know you but I appreciate you helping us if you have any more Gate and get, Gate, Gate, Gator needs some competition. We've got dual booking agents working for us right now. <laughs> yeah, who arranged that uh, call afterward about with the menus? <laughs> oh, Suter. <laughs> 
That Scoots is funny. Arranged both of them. We, went, we did. Somebody pointed that out to me. They're like, you freaks went from Kevin Cooner to that menu guy. He goes, and you did it so seamlessly. It just was, it's almost, like it happens every day. Yeah. Seamlessly. Yep. That's funny. All right. All right, uh, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks again, Adam, for your great insight as usual. Always appreciate it. All right, hawkfanatic.com. Check it out. It's free.